You are listening to the Anna Zabel Show, a podcast for Christian women, where we have conversations about God, gospel, and the matters of life. If you enjoy the show, please consider leaving your review on iTunes. Your review can actually help other women find this helpful content. Today we are talking about the topic I'm very passionate about, how to pray to God. To post your comments or questions, go to annazabo.com slash how dash to dash pray. annazabo.com slash how to pray. I remember it was a cold winter of 2011. When I walked into Buckhead Church for the first time, and I was shocked, a mega church with about 3,000 people lifting their hands to the sky and crying out to God. It was incredible. I didn't know how to pray to God, but things changed for me since then. A truly life-changing moment for me was when I fell on my knees in my apartment in the middle of my living room. I remember it was a dark night, winter of 2014, and I wept and wept, and I cried out to God asking Jesus to come into my heart and take my life over, rid me of myself and make me new. Give me a heart of flesh instead of my heart of stone and lead my life. And he did. I got baptized in 2014 as a result of it. My life really changed since then. Of course, I can't claim becoming perfect (laughs) or being the person God designed me to be, but I'm definitely trying my best. And I can say with complete honesty that praying that night gave me a new identity and gave me a new life. In fact, I will tell you in a later podcast that I was dead and that night I became alive. I was blind and that night I was able to see. Since then, I have been growing in my relationship with Christ and getting more skilled in the area of praying. And it was not easy in the beginning. It's a skill that you develop with time. And that's what I want to talk to you about today. Recently, during our 40th um, anniversary celebration at Perimeter Church here in Atlanta, where I'm a member, I heard how our pastor, um, Randy Pope, spends hours in prayer. You know, I can't claim that I'm at that level yet, but I do spend quality time with God every day. I talk to him, I pray about my needs, direction in life, guidance, asking for his leadership, healing, and I invite him to be present in every aspect of my life. 
So I thought to myself, why don't I share with you how to pray to God based on my limited experience? I'm sure many people have more experience with prayer, but I do promise you that my prayer experience is very genuine. It comes from the bottom of my heart. And I love spending time with God in prayer. And perhaps you'll find this helpful. And if you do, let me know at annazaybo.com slash how to pray. So what would you pray for? I personally believe that God is sovereign. And what that means to me personally is that he is everywhere at all times and he knows everything about me, about my life, about my thoughts, about my hurts, about my excitements. And he cares deeply. He cares about my pain, about my every need, about my every thought. And he wants me to reach out for his help. He wants me to be in an intimate relationship with Him. He wants me to ask Him for help. And so I do. I pray about everything and anything. (laughs) So just some of the things I pray for are direction and purpose in life, the people I love and care about, anyone who shares their hurts with me, I pray about them. Healing on my, of my own wounds, you know that last year on May 14th, I got married to the man who is the only man I truly loved in my life. And we got married and he abandoned our marriage. He traded me in for bicycle and filed for divorce four months later and then asked me to reconcile, and five weeks after that, he filed for divorce again. So I went through two divorces, and we had a divorce jury jury trial in Forsyth County here in Georgia just a few weeks ago. Very painful journey. So praying to God about healing of my wounds and praying of of praying for forgiveness and just praying for God to allow me to let go of those attachments that were just eating me alive. Praying for my emotions and feelings, praying for my character and actions. You know that to my husband at the time, out of so much hurt compounded, I sent a picture of middle finger and basically told him where he should go and how to get there. Not nice, not helpful at all. So praying to God to change my character and rid me of my anger and bitterness and resentment and make me more Christ-like. Praying for my habits and lifestyle. You know that I went through severe depression. And if you don't know, you need to go to annazabo.com slash about. And you just need to read my story. And I share with you about my depression, suicidal thoughts. So just praying to God about my habits and lifestyle and productivity and level of energy in my life. Praying about sleep and peace of mind. 
praying about daily decisions in life, praying about friendships and relationships and jobs and um, this very podcast, I pray to God about every topic, like so many podcasts I produced, people are listening all over the world, like how do I come up with each podcast? I pray to God and he tells me what content you need and that's the content I produce. I literally pray about anything you can think of. Why? Well, John, I'm sorry, 1 John 5.14 says, This is the confidence we have in approaching God, that if we ask anything according to His will, He hears us. I know that with this podcast, for example, I have been called by God to deliver this message to you, the message of the gospel that is so applicable to every area of life. My goal is to share Jesus with you, to share with you how much God cares about you and your every pain. And I'm sharing it with you based on my personal life experience, just so you can also relate to it and believe it, truly believe it. And so I come to God and I tell him that my desire is to glorify him. My desire is to help you with your healing, to help share my story with you so you have hope and your faith can grow and you can persevere through your own adversity. So I have confidence that I approach God with a pure heart and I ask for things according to His will because He told me that He wants me to comfort you with my pain. He said He will comfort me so that later I can go and comfort you. That's what I'm doing. That's how I pray about this podcast, every episode. Jeremiah 29.12 says, Then you will call on me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you. I want God to listen to me. I want him to hear me. In fact, today, in this episode, I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to come before God and pray for you and lift you up in my prayer. I want to ask him questions and get my answers. I want him to show me the way. I want him to reveal his direction and purpose for my life. That's why I pray about everything and anything. 1 Peter 5, 7 says, Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. I want to bring my hurts and anxieties to the one who cares. You know from my story that I used to cast my anxieties on, my, on Michael when he was my husband. It was not helpful. It was not helpful at all. So now I cast all my anxieties on God and it is very helpful. James 5.13 says, is, if anyone, is anyone among you in trouble? Let them pray. Is anyone among you happy? Let them sing songs of praise. So like I said, I cast my anxieties on God because he asked me to and because he cares. And I also declare his goodness in my prayers 
and I write him intimate love notes, which I will share with you today. But as you know from this podcast, especially if you listen to the episode called Tell Me How You Really Feel, you also know that I wrote God angry letters. During this divorce, I told him how angry I was with him because I couldn't understand why all of this was happening to me. Why was I so rejected by Michael as my husband, relationally and sexually and in every way you can imagine? Why was I cheated on, relationally, sexually, financially, spiritually, emotionally, in every way? So I wrote God angry letters. He cares about me and he cares about you. And whatever is on your heart, you take it straight to him. He can handle your anger and he can handle your excitement and your anxiety, your depression, anything. David was called a man after God's own heart. And here is one of his prayers to God, casting his anxieties on the one who cares for him. Psalm 86 called a prayer of David. Hear me, Lord, and answer me, for I am poor and needy. Guard my life, for I am faithful to you. Save your servant who trusts in you. You are my God. Have mercy on me, Lord, for I call to you all day long. Bring your joy to your servant, Lord, for I put my trust in you. You, Lord, are forgiving and good, abounding in love, and all who call to you. Hear my prayer, Lord. Listen to my cry for mercy. When I am in distress, I call to you because you answer me. Among the gods, there is none like you, Lord. No deeds can compare with yours. All the nations you have made will come and worship before you, Lord. They will bring glory to your name. For you are great and do marvelous deeds. You alone are God. Teach me your way, Lord, that I may rely on your faithfulness. Give me an undivided heart that I may fear your name. I will praise you, Lord, my God, with all my heart. I will glorify your name forever. For great is your love toward me. You have delivered me from the depths, from the realm of the dead. Arrogant foes are attacking me, O God. Ruthless people are trying to kill me. They have no regard for you, but you, Lord, are compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger, abounding in love and faithfulness. Turn to me and have mercy on me. Show your strength in behalf of your servant. Save me because I say I serve you, just as my mother did. Give me a sign of your goodness, that my enemies may see it and be put to shame. For you, Lord, have helped me and comforted me. 
I am in a very similar stage of life right now, just like David. I am very needy, broken-hearted. Like I told you, I got married last year and my husband abandoned the marriage right away. I told you he cheated on me and called his bicycle my other wife I cheat on you with. He filed for divorce four months after we got married and said that all he wanted in his life is to be an Iron Man and compete in Kona. After months of divorce trial, I lost my job. All while I had to pay tens of thousands of dollars in attorney fees, and I am still paying. And as I'm recording this podcast for you, it's Monday, October 30th. He filed another motion, and we have another hearing in two weeks. He's now asking me for $50,000 in attorney fees to pay to his attorney. Yes, you heard me right. He filed for divorce twice, and he wants me to pay his attorney $50,000. And I don't have a job. I moved twice in one year. I endured severe mental cruelty from him. And I shared with you in the previous podcast. I was struggling with depression. I was suicidal. And I was under care of a trauma counselor and a biblical counselor. Having been traded in for a bicycle, I felt worthless and hopeless. So I wrote this prayer to God. It's called, God, what do you think about me? God, I'm thinking negative thoughts again. That I'm unworthy, unloved, unwanted and unimportant. They paralyze me, depress me, and really drain all my energy out of me, even being inadvertent. God, what do you think about me? What words do you use to describe me? What future for my life can you see? And after you created me, do you even like me? I had never shared this poem with anyone because it is really the most vulnerable cry to God, asking him who I am and if he actually likes me after he created me. That caused me to get on a quest, on a journey of finding out everything God said about me in the Bible and how he felt about me which resulted in creating, authoring 52 devotionals. They are biblical affirmations being based on scriptures. I am loved. I am worthy. I am valuable. I am a child of God. I am a princess, a daughter of the king. I created them to share with you who you are. They helped me so much to get out of depression and out of my suicidal thoughts. And I wanted to share them with you in a way that is so simple, so easy to remember. So I created these little poems. I am a princess, a daughter of the king, loved and accepted, sanctified and redeemed. 
I am loved by God unconditionally for eternity. For my salvation and life, His Son He sacrificed. Nothing can take away from me this certainty. I am inseparable from the love of Jesus Christ. Just these simple poems, simple affirmations to repeat to yourself if negative self-talk attacks or suicidal thoughts or depression or anxiety or panic attacks. To check them out, go to anazabo.com slash how to pray and you'll see them on the bottom of the page if you would like to use them to empower and encourage yourself. Overall, I am very brokenhearted right now, and I need God's direction and help right now. And I have anxieties about this upcoming hearing, and also I have fears. How long will be will I be pursued by this man? How long will this ongoing trials and tens of thousands of dollars in attorney fees spend for four months of marriage? I'm in pain. And also my life is very difficult and I'm just trying to figure out simple things in life. So I wrote this prayer while crying out to God for direction and also for Him to reveal my purpose. You know, when you go through things like this and just so much adversity that is so ongoing and long-lasting, it's kind of hard to believe that there is even purpose to your life. And at um, nsabo.com, my website, I shared with you my poem about my own suicidal thoughts. So this poem is called Crying Out to God. And this poem is about my cry out to God for direction and purpose in life. God, lead my walk. Show me the way. I'm at the crosswalk, and your will I want to obey. A desire to fulfill your purpose is burning hot in my heart. Being where I am in life, I feel nervous. Facing so much adversity has been so hard. I do trust that your plan is good. I'm surrendered completely. Do as you wish. I left behind my childish ways and entered into my spiritual adulthood. I'm ready to serve you and no longer be selfish. God, Abba, Daddy, Father, I know you can hear me. Take charge of my life and lead me farther. Don't let go of me and please always be near me. I also shared last week for the first time the prayer called the truth where I was desperately desiring to forgive Michael as my husband for all the divorces and mental cruelty and all the abuse and nonsense I endured from him, all the taking advantage of me, but I felt that I was still hurt. So here is the truth. That is a prayer to God to help me and heal me and help me forgive and move on. Help me with my emotions and feelings. You'll see in this poem like the simple things I pray about. Dear God, 
I am trying to hold it together and persuade myself that I'm okay. But the truth is, I'm not sure whether or not I can live with this pain just another day. I accept this divorce and I forgive Michael. That's what I say to myself daily when I wake up. But the truth is, I'm going around a vicious cycle with sadness and grief about this eternal breakup. I'm in pain. I am sad. I am grieving and I am angry. I'm condemning myself and Michael for our mistakes. My emotions from grace and love to hopelessness vary. And I can't believe how much time and effort my healing takes. Please help me move on from here, Father. Please lead my walk and protect my mind and heart. I don't know if my emotional up and downs you bother, but I am bothered by them and need my moving on to start. God, I trust in your goodness and your perfect plan for me. I trust you will deliver me from this pain. Humble, kind, and God-glorifying I want to be. Please make my life productive and joyful once again. I shared with you in previous episodes my prayer for Michael and our marriage and many other prayers and I will also release in the next few days some of those prayers here individually just so you can save and download each of them, just whichever one you like. So here is a prayer I prayed for Michael and I created it based on what God called a husband to be in a Christian marriage. So it's scripture-based. It's called prayer, praying for my husband. God, I'm praying for my husband, thanking you for him at first, and confessing him I love, and asking you to feel his thirst to be Christ-like and a leader, sober-minded and steadfast, sacrificial and truth-seeker, dignified, with sound faith, self-controlling be and loving, peaceful and understanding, to be honoring church-going and provider outstanding. Thank you, God, again for him. Thank you for his precious life. Bless him, Father, and redeem. In Jesus' name, his loving wife. Remember, earlier in this episode, we talked about the Bible verses asking us to praise God when we feel peace, joy, happiness. I wrote this prayer that is basically a declaration of faith and hope, and it's called Looking Back into the Future. I look back and all I'm thinking is, wow, how so much goodness from pain do you even allow? How are you actually making beauty out of dust, God? By your mercy, grace, and faithfulness, I am truly awed. You delivered me from so much adversity in life. You restored me and healed me after removing me from a dangerous strife. Looking back, 
I feel only excited about what's coming. As the person you created me to be, I'm becoming. I love writing declarations and praise and intimate love letters to God. And here's a very intimate love note I wrote as a prayer to God. It's called, God, I praise you. God, I praise you with my words and thoughts. Glory to you for all your goodness. I'm in awe to see blessing slots. I reach out to you for life's fullness. Satisfaction comes from finding grace. You reveal the path in the Bible. For your truth and wisdom, I shout praise. I worship you, experiencing clarity revival. God, I praise you for the good and the bad. For all my trials and tribulations. I praise you when happy and when I'm sad. For both my accomplishments and frustrations. I praise you at night and when I'm eating, when driving and walking and going to bed, when cleaning, cooking, and when I'm reading, and in the morning for the day ahead. I praise you, God. It's my act of worship. I feel your love and I'm soaking in it. Getting to know you is like courtship. The closer you draw me, the more I commit. So where can you pray now when we talked about what to pray about? You can pray in bed lying down or on your knees next to your bed or on your knees in the middle of your living room, in your prayer closet, in your car talking to God as a friend, walking your dog, showering at night or in the morning, while working out, before your meal, during a meditation or while, while kayaking on a river, basically anywhere. Anywhere is a great place to pray, wherever you are. By the way, while depressed, preparing for our divorce trial, I was kayaking on the Chattahoochee River here in Atlanta, and this poem, Prayer, came to me. So I pulled my iPhone and I typed it up to share here, and in the meantime, the river took me to turtles. <laughs> I love watching turtles when they just hang out on some tree and they take like the sun baths and they look so peaceful and quiet. So this poem prayer is called Lord, I Need You and it's a cry out to God for help. Lord, I need you every moment, every hour of every day. I need your guidance, your mercy. Hold on to me tight. I need you to never let go of me as I pray. I need you to lead me, to renew me and help me stay humble and kind. Every morning I start with my list of gratitude, God. Every day I realize my weakness and your strength in it. Every moment I reach out for you because I never forgot that I need you. Without you, I've already reached my limit. I hope this episode has been helpful.
Now I will share with you a prayer poem that is a declaration of God's goodness. And I hope you realized just from my personal experience sharing that you really can pray to God about anything and everything, anywhere and everywhere. And after I share this poem prayer, I'm going to pray for you personally. And then the music will play for you to just think and spend quality time with God one-on-one. So take the time to really focus on what it is that you're hearing in that moment. I also want to hear your prayer requests. Go to anazabo.com prayers and share with me how can I lift you up to God. And here's the poem I promised. God, I admire you. God, I admire you for who you are. A good, good father and a sovereign king. From your perfection, I'm in genuine awe. Beauty out of ashes you always bring. I admire your wisdom and infinite intelligence. I admire your kindness and amazing grace. My everyday life is of your mercy evidence. From every suffering you propel me to a better place. Let me pray for you now. (sighs) Heavenly Father, Abba, Daddy, you are almighty, sovereign, and your love is unconditional and everlasting. I am lifting up to you right now the woman who is listening. I bring to your attention her every struggle and her every pain. I ask, Father, that you comfort her and provide a clear direction in life. I ask that you reveal yourself to her in a way that cannot be missed, that she knows you are near and never far away. Show up for her, Father. Show up for her now, God. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.